0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the dust begins to settle on a dramatic weekend in Scottish football. Rangers will be without Alfredo Morelos for the rest of the season after surgery on a thigh injury. Kieran Tierney and Nathan Patterson are also long term and could miss Scotland's crucial World Cup playoffs. And SPFL clubs will vote on VAR two weeks today as Chief Exec Neil Doncaster warns strict liability for bottle throwing is no Use And speaking of no use Two pundits joining me tonight Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Alfredo Morelos injured Out for the season Kieran Tierney injured Out for the season Nathan Patterson injured Out for the season It seems the only man fit in sport Is Tiger Woods Ready for the Masters Which proves You're right to chuck the football And take up the golf dance Yeah I do agree uh, it's, it's bad news for the three players concerned Gordon uh, Tierney obviously getting injured With Patterson international duty I did think that Morelos was a massive miss to to the Rangers side in Sunday. I'm not saying that, not taking anything away from Celtic. I still think Celtic deserved to win the game. Uh, but he will be a big miss, especially in Europe, where he's been absolutely brilliant for Rangers. 01419511025. Come on then, it's over to you, Rangers fans. How do you react to that news? It's been a tough weekend as it is, and it's now perhaps a bit of salt onto the wounds. Alfredo Morelos is out for the season. What do you make of that? Give us your reaction. How do you plan to replace him you had a go at it on, on Sunday big games coming up in Europe and the Scottish Cup and the league so give us all your thoughts on that right now please from a Scotland perspective similar story Kieran Tierney and Nathan Patterson we keep everything crossed that they will make it back in time for Scotland's <laughs> crucial June SPFL clubs are voting on VAR two weeks today Neil Doncaster has had a say on strict liability as well so whatever is on your mind now is a good time to share it 0141 Now usually you two are getting The very last of the opinions From the weekend I've got a funny feeling Roger A game like Sunday Will see us rumble on For a few more days yet Yeah I think it definitely will And that's despite Rangers Having an enormous game In Portugal on Thursday night Against Braga A quarter final of the Europa League First quarter final In 14 years A huge fixture Obviously Rangers knew no Morelos It's a blow that He's actually going to miss The run in in all competitions He'll miss The semi-final against Celtic He'll miss The games Post-split as well um, As Daz says A big blow with his performances In Europe Third highest goal scorer In Europa League history That tells you How important he's been To Rangers And as Daz said They did miss him At Ibrox on Sunday I mean Gordon Full time on Sunday Emotions are running high mm. For those involved And even the neutral Probably gets caught up And, and become a little bit Knee-jerk do you still feel the same? You know, is the league still over? Have you calmed down any of your your opinions? No, I said I said after the game, Gordon. I thought well, I went a hundred percent. I went all out. Um, time to reflect, look back on it. I'm still sticking to that. I really can't see Celtic losing it from here. Six points with the goal difference as well. The way they're playing, Rangers missing Morelos, and he is a big miss to them. They've got a massive couple of weeks coming up. They've got Braga, obviously. Um, and then they get St Mirren away from home and then they've got another meeting with Celtic in the semi-final in, at Hamden so it's massive coming up from I think they've got to find a different way I watched him uh, the weekend I'm a big fan of Ruff I think he's a very talented player but the way Rangers played I don't think they can play with him as a number 9 How big was the weekend for you Roger? Is that it? Done? 
Oh yes, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. And that's just right. You know, big games coming up. Bragging Thursday. If I was Giovanni van Bronckhorst, if you're being sensible about this, Gordon, the league's gone. Let's be honest. So the important things for Rangers are the Europa League and the Scottish Cup semi-final. I would just play the French players, the kids at St Mirren on Sunday. Keep everybody fresh. You know, assuming and you have to assume Europa League tie one way or the other will still be in the balance for the second leg at Ibrox a week on Thursday. I would play the guys you're not playing against Braga, play them at Paisley on Sunday and try and ensure that you have no more injury setbacks ahead of Braga at home and Celtic at Hamden. Right, come on then, 01419511025. The phone lines were red hot last night. So if you didn't get through to make your point on the game or the title race or whatever else was on your mind, please get back in touch, 01419511025 or Twitter. At Clyde SSB But there have been big developments today On injury fronts On various things And that seems like a good place to start It was breaking news this afternoon So Rangers fans right now please pick up the phone What about Alfredo Morelos Out for the rest of the season How big a blow is it How do you replace him Is it Kamal Roof Is it someone else Is it a combination Have we maybe even seen him In a Rangers jersey for the last time Pick up the phone And let us know 01419511025 1025. That is the place to start, I think, Roger Hanna. Uh, so following, it was a very brief statement from Rangers today on, on the club website. It says, following an injury sustained whilst on international duty with Colombia, Alfredo Morelos has undergone surgery to his thigh. The medical team are pleased with the outcome. His rehab is underway. He will return to training with the first team squad during pre-season. So that's the bit that tells you his season is over. Yeah. Um, we wish him well during his rehab Never rains but it pours That's how the Rangers fans Will be feeling after A weekend when they were already Fairly Devastated at the way Things have ended in the league If if you two are right And it is over Then this has just Made it worse Yeah of course it has Listen Even if we are right And the Premiership title Defence is over Rangers have still Big things to play for Gordon There is the Europa League There is the Scottish Cup And Rangers fans would believe that You know Maybe Morelos could be back For the semi-final of Of the Europa League Maybe he could be back For a Scottish Cup final And that would you know, increase Rangers' chances of winning the two competitions. Now he's not going to be there. And they'll look at the way the game played on Sunday. I like Kemar Roof. He didn't play well on Sunday. Quite like Fashion Sakala, but I'm not quite sure Fashion Sakala is the type who can fill the boots of Alfredo Morelos. This is a big, big loss to Rangers. Well, we did say, Gordon, last week that understandably, everyone was just thinking about Sunday. You know, it was tunnel vision yeah. for Sunday. And the debate last week How big a blow will it be for Morelos to miss the game And who will replace him But we did say He's on crutches On Thursday night A bit of debate about who took the picture and who didn't But I mm-hmm. think we're over that He was going to see a specialist It was always likely to be A bit longer term And Rangers now have to face Many big games without him More than just Sunday No doubt it's very very bad news for everyone concerned at Rangers And obviously we wish Morelos a speedy recovery As we do with Patterson and Tierney of course But I think he is such a focal point to Rangers Gordon And the evidence was there on Sunday for me And those sort of games you need people up front A centre forward like Morelos to back in Fight his battles get Get the team up the pitch I don't think Rangers had that because I don't think, as as Roger said there, Roof didn't play well. Now, the one thing I wouldn't fault him for, I thought his work rate was excellent. I really did. The problem is he's not that kind of player. He needs different service and Rangers couldn't get that to him on Sunday. And that's where the miss of Morelis will come in. And as Roger quite rightly said, his goal scoring in Europe will certainly be a big miss. Right, Andy's a Rangers fan. Sum up your reaction 
when you heard that news, Andy, that Morelos will miss the season? Hi, how are you doing, guys? I, I heard that at half five on the news, and I'm thinking things can't get any worse there for the Celtic game, and then it just did. That's a massive, a major blow for us, especially in Europe. Boys were saying there, I mean, he is a main man in Europe. I mean, no, even just be scoring, but you know, the way he can take, maybe take two defenders away and make a bit of space for somebody else. We are, we are really quite thin up front now, you know. So uh, it's a major blow. It's a bit of excitement, actually. Yeah, that is the point, Roger, because let's extend some of the conversation that was had about the weekend specifically and, you know, extend it across to the, the remaining games that he'll miss. Some people were making the point, well, anyone can score. Don't, don't worry too much because Hillander has scored in an old firm game and, and whoever else has scored. And it's not only Morelos that will stick the ball in the back of the net, but his role within the Rangers team's always been. About much more than that Hasn't it Of course it has Yeah it's about linking up the play And bringing enough players Into the game And scoring goals as well Predominantly um, and, and they missed all of that um, They had a flying start On and, and Sunday you, you, you know Inside two or three minutes Aaron Ramsey has scored And There was a couple of balls You know flashing across Joe Hart's six yard box After that They did start brightly But they sort of fell away After Celtic equalised And You know it, we mentioned the other week after the range, I think it passed Red Star Belgrade we, we praised them We said If you're going to progress in Europe You need your big players To turn up On the big occasion And More often than not in Europe They have turned up The big players Morelos at the forefront of that And on Sunday The big players didn't turn up And You wonder You know it, It's a boost for Celtic It's a boost for the Celtic centre-halves When they know They don't have to deal with Morelos It must also The flip side of that must be you know, his Rangers teammates, when he's not there, they must know the team's not as strong as well. Is it unfair, Andy? I wonder if it's unfair to look at Sunday and say, oh, well, that just proves, that one game proves Kamar Roof can't do it and, and therefore we're doomed for the rest of the season. Is he still the, the, the main man to take that role or have you got a, a different plan up your sleeve? No, I, I think he's actually got it. I know it's not unfair, but I, I just think, as the boys were saying, I just think that Sunday there's too many players when they play their you know, potential so the, the whole team now needs to get together and you know and devise a way how we can get Ruth he's not he's never nearly good as Morelos but they've got to come up with a plan you know how they're going to play him uh, something different to the Celtic game obviously cause he, he, he did a lot of running about but he didn't really cause much uh, trouble for my, for my sake anyway were you, were you surprised Andy a, a lot of the success in Europe has been when Van Bronckhorst has tweaked the system you know sometimes during games when things haven't gone the way he's wanted you know he's dropped Lundstrom in he's become a back three it's been a couple of wing backs pushing on and that's allowed Kent to get closer to the centre forward who's normally Morelos admittedly were you surprised when things weren't going Rangers way on Sunday he didn't try that he didn't try and get Kent closer to Roof that might have helped Roof a little bit well, I was a surprise he waited so long and I possibly put on two subs. You know, I was kind of going, he must, he's going to try and change stuff. Because we kept trying to cross ball, cross ball, and Celtic defended really well. So they're going to they try and change something here. You know, you know, do something different. I was surprised at that. I suppose there's more than just the sort of suitability, you know, to, to play that role, Gordon. We, we mentioned again last week, I keep going back to it, that Kamar Roof has had Injury difficulties he's, he's never been able to Always be fit and available That's not Necessarily a criticism It's just the way it is sometimes So Even the, the durability To go again In Thursday And play against Braga And then have to lead the line Against St Mirren And then do it again Against Braga And Celtic in the cup And so on Whether he's suitable or not Is he, is he even able to 
to go and do that over and over again the way Morelos tends to Well, do. there's a lot of games coming up now. Probably he's a, he's the best now that they've got. Um, Rangers are very weak in that department. I think I think Ruth capable of playing. Um, there's no doubt about that, Gordon, because I think he is a quality player. The thing that I'm trying to say here is they can't play like it's Morelos. It's up there now. You, I'll give you a perfect example. A couple of times the ball went up in the first half in his feet. Carter Vickers, centre half, who I thought was brilliant at the weekend, just was too strong for him. Ruth needs different service if he's going to make an impact in the game, and I think that's where they'll need to tweak. Mm. The system a little bit to help him Thank you Andy Let's bring in Kenny Who's a Rangers fan From Edinburgh What do you make about this news today Kenny And how it affects your team going forward Well season's over It's as simple as that uh, Rangers Rangers don't have Another centre forward And this goes This goes way back We've got to look at things here Gio took over And we were six points clear The Celtic We're now Six points clean Tell me another manager That would Still be in a job after losing 12 points. And secondly, we, we'll never learn a lesson when Gerard was at the club, when Morelos was injured when we played Aberdeen in the Cup semi-final. We had Sadiq failure, okay? And this goes back to Gerard. It's Gerard's signings. Itton, never to be seen, failure. Sakala, not trusted, not good enough. Failure, they're all Gerard signings, and Kamer Ruth is not a centre forward, he plays out on the, the right. And another player that's been absolutely atrocious is Arebo. I do not understand how he gets a game. I think he's one of the worst players I've seen in the Rangers jersey for a long, long time. But Gerard has was given so much money from the board, more money than Pedro. Cassinia, the Mark Warburton, and they've, they've really given them every penny we had to spend. And look at the amount of failures that we've got at the club that Gerald's left. Well, and for Gio to lose 12 points, I'm afraid that's a sackable offence. It's only because we're in Europe that he's probably still in a job. And I'm being honest about that. But we do not have a centre forward. Yeah, well, I'm sure Stephen Gerrard would say he didn't get enough money to spend on transfer fees. He had that. Sort of parting shot Didn't he A bit yeah, before I, Anyway I think that What that does Take us into though It is an interesting point About recruitment Isn't it Because Injuries happen in football Yes you can say There's a bit of bad luck You lose your star striker Teams lose their star striker Celtic lost theirs But They signed another one Who was able to come in When The star striker Was missing Alfredo Morelos Has been at Rangers What Five years Yeah four I think Yeah four or five Has there ever really been anyone That can consistently Take his place no, I don't think there has, but you, you, you find that at a lot of clubs. You know, look down south, look at Tottenham. You know, anytime Harry Kane's out of the team, Tottenham fans will say the same. West Ham, Michael Antonio, anytime he's out of the team, you know, pe- people will say the same. Regardless, and I take all of Kenny's points on board, regardless of how the season finishes for Rangers, whether they win nothing or whether they win the Scottish Cup in the Europa League, this summer for Giovanni van Bronckhorst is going to be huge. I agree with Kenny. I think he needs a striker. And that's whether Morelos stays or goes Rangers need another striker Because Jermaine Defoe's gone And quite clearly Cedric Eaton doesn't have a future at the football club You've got a goalkeeper who's 40 years of age And out of contract You would think they would be looking for a goalkeeper The first choice centre half Is coming out of contract in the summer There's no sign of him signing a new deal 
You look into the midfield Stephen Davis is out of contract in 37 Scott Arfield's out of contract in 33 um, I would imagine There would be an awful lot of changes In the summer And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Will get to put his own stamp On the team Now the good news for that is If it's a success It looks great The bad news of that is If it's not a success It's suddenly his team and the microscope is the really thing is, Roger, they've got they've got to up their game in the in the transfer markets. There's no doubt. Now Kenny's on there about Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard left a, a, a decent squad, a, a title winning squad. And to be fair, there's also a structure in place at Rangers, which means it's not only the manager that picks the players, of course. Yeah, to say. yeah. Um, they went into January. Um, you're looking at to go and strengthen. You look at the difference between Celtic's transfer uh, market in January to Rangers. The players that they brought in. You take Aaron Ramsey, 10 minutes probably since he's come in. He scored a goal at the weekend there after two minutes. After five, 10 minutes, disappeared out the game. The rest have contributed literally nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And and that's where your big point is. If you look across the city, apart from Itikichi, or what, what, is, is that how you That's close it? enough, I'll do. Right, okay. Um, he is the only one through an injury, and I think he got injured at. Alawa And possibly was never really signed to be But apart, the, apart the from him line. Gordon I think every single one of them Have made a massive impact To make this turnaround And I think that's where the difference is Right Kenny's very passionate as you can hear um, Lots of different criticisms there What about the 6 point Well the 12 point swing Oh look, listen I mean you can't argue with anything he said Had Rangers not dropped the points At Aberdeen Dropped the points at Ross County Dropped the points at Sanity's Dropped the points at home to Motherwell Then what happened at Ibrox on Sunday Probably wouldn't have mattered in the grand scheme of things Because Rangers would still have been a good bit clear So Kenny's right uh, Sunday Listen Rangers lose old fun games Rangers win old fun games But but had they not dropped the silly points In the run up to the old fun game They would be clear at the top So, so he's, he really does have a point uh, Kenny Any sense in Giving a bit more understanding to the manager and, and giving him the summer and allowing him to rebuild and, and put his own stamp on things? No, not really, not for me. But I'll come back in and say at the beginning of the season, all Rangers fans were laughing at the other side of the, the city. They didn't get their man that they wanted, and then they got this manager that nobody had heard of. He comes in, he buys three players from China, okay, and, and, and gets a centre half on loan. And gets Jota on loan. Now, we've never had a number 10 either, okay? But every single one of the players that play for Celtic behind the striker can score goals. McGregor, Jota, um, Abada, Rogic. Uh, Roger, Rogic. Who have we got in midfield that can score goals? Who have we got to back up the strikers? Now we've no got a striker. We've got nobody in midfield that can score goals Yeah, I can sense Kenny's frustration yeah, Kenny, I think that was the first time we've had the pleasure of speaking to you on the show So thank you, hopefully we won't make it too long before we hear from you again Kenny in Edinburgh, uh, clearly making his feelings known Rangers fans, what do you make of that? Agree or disagree? We'll speak to you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Or 
We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB The Rangers songbook says A six point swing By individual errors That they, those players Weren't making last season Heads turned A team of serial losers Unfortunately This isn't on Geo So a bit of uh, Sticking up for the manager After previous calls 01419511025 uh, Let's bring in Craig Who's a Rangers fan From Clyde Bank What do you make of this Morelos news today Craig? Um, well I've just seen it there On Twitter guys And um Again, I, I think Rangers are going to struggle quite a bit. Um, tactics will need to be changed. I do not think Roof is at Morelos' stature at the moment. Um, obviously, that's, uh, losing him on Sunday was obviously a big a big part of it. But um, then again, you've got people uh, defending Gio. And I just thought, I mean, surely if you're going to change your, your striker and you know it's a completely different way he plays... Surely you're going to change your tactics a wee bit, but I just I didn't think anything changed at all throughout the whole game. Um, I was at the game myself and watching it, and two subs the whole game, and I, I don't know, Rangers are just going to struggle without Morelos just due to him being such a big player. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, what what's the option then, right? Because... Talk about maybe a subtle tweak Of just getting somebody A bit closer To Kamal Roof Or doing things slightly different You'll have seen loads of people On social media I'm sure Saying well why not Now just go 3-5-2 To the end of the mm-hmm. season And whether it's I don't know Ryan Kent then Right next to Kamal Roof Or whether it was Fashion Sakala Next to Kamal Roof You know let Bassey and Tavernier Do their thing Either Holander and Balogun play Or John Lundstrom drops back in As he has Is that the type of the Rangers need to really shake it up to try and cope with this loss. Yeah, I think they need to tweak it, Gordon, definitely, especially the personnel. You look at Sunday, for instance, they had all the possession in the second half, but Celtic basically their tactic was we'll give up the wide area, put the ball in the box, Starfield and uh, Carter Vickers defended the width of the goalposts. They were absolutely brilliant. And you've when you look at that, you've then got to say, right, this isn't working because they continually went down that same uh, road to try and break Celtic down. It wasn't working. Celtic were defending brilliantly. You've got mm. to, whether it's personnel on the pitch, to change one or two. Whether you put Ken off the off the striker, try and, and, and create something through the middle. Try and just change something about... I, I agree. I, I disagree with uh, Kenny. I, I, I do think that Aribo had probably had his poorest game. Uh, for a big part of the season I think Arrivo's been terrific I can't believe Kamara Who I think can open things up for you as well Creative players Davis, the experience that he's got He made two substitutes Celtic made their I mean, five Stephen Davis has been nowhere near the Rangers I know that, yeah, I know that, that, That's what I'm saying I, Maybe that's a problem as well I'm not I'm not shooting down as such But mm. he was he was very unlikely to make an impact on Sunday Because he's not no, and, and, and listen, we're, we're focused on Morelos because he's out for the season But I think Ryan Kent's got two league goals this season I mean, Come on, Carter Vickers has got something like that And you look back at the title campaign Look at the influence Barisic had last season he's, he's not repeated that at all Look at the influence Davis had last season He's not repeated it at all um, Rangers have been without Yanis Hadji For a lengthy period of time Hadji was important in the title season A number of games Rangers... Got with the odd mm. goal And Hadji scored Or Hadji created something So And of course Braga Will remember him all too well Roger if you flip it on the side I totally agree with you You're mentioning players there Morelis was sadly missed Hadji sadly missed Flip it over Celtic had their top striker out They also had A guy who has won mo- Probably as many majors as MD As James Forrest A big big player Whether he'd have started or not Doesn't matter He had time out 
So we, Turnbull, who's a starting so, player yeah. for the first six months of the season. But Celtic find a way to solve the problems. For me, Rangers don't. And I think that's where the problem lies. You're in Masters mode already, aren't you? Seeing James Forrest won majors. majors. <laughs> well, it is majors, isn't it? He'll probably have a green jacket as well, yeah, probably, for what it's yeah. worth. Well, he is. That's his blazer. Um, Craig, what about the, the sort of swing, you know, the 12 point swing that the previous caller mentioned? And. And what has to happen between now and the end of the season? Well, I think it was uh, I think it was you, Gordon, that mentioned changing the formation to a three-five-two. I think that's Rangers. I think that's got to be one of their only choices or decisions. It's going to be a big decision for Gio to make. Um, I mean, I think with a class player, but he just needs support up front. He needs somebody to make that run off him. And uh, I think it was yourself that said that Ryan Kent maybe up front. The Kent is this season. I think somebody said two goals, maybe three goals, I don't know. It's just, I don't really know where to go from there. Um, and again, some of Gio's tactics were a bit off. Like, um, for example, like crossing the ball in the whole game, I think, especially in the second half, I noticed that. And Celtic done really well to defend it, but surely then as a, as a manager, you need to change that in some way. And I mean... As I think it was one of the previous calls as well said that we don't have a lot of attacking midfield in there. Obviously losing Yanis Hadji is quite a big player, but then you have you've got somebody like Ramsey who I don't know, maybe he's not completely full match fit, but I mean we do have the players that can can change a match. For example, Ramsey, but I, I don't really know who they play. I mean, I, I really like Kamara as a holding midfielder. I just don't think he's. I don't think Jules gave. A lot of Rangers players like a, a chance to perform. I mean, you get players like Aribo. I, I think Aribo's a really good player. The second half of the season just not been good enough, but and he needs to change. Quite often, it feels like this happens, Roger, where a player goes off to an international tournament, one of the international tournaments that doesn't line up with their traditional calendar, if you like. So they go to the African Cup of Nations, or I don't know, maybe the Olympics or whatever. Um, and they come back and then everyone points to that as a, a reason or a turning point in their form. It, whether that's the reason or not, it's kind of hard to get away from it with Joe Rebo, isn't it? Because as, as Craig says, first half of the season, he was terrific. Oh yeah, and listen, players fall in and out of form. Early in the season, he was terrific. Later in the season, he's not been terrific. And you would think that if he's not been terrific, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would take him out of the team and give him a bit of a rest and maybe play... Ahmed Diallo in that right-sided position But clearly mm. he hasn't seen enough of Ahmed Diallo That convinces him that Ahmed Diallo is a better mm. bet Than even an out-of-sorts Joe Aribo And that then Is that when you come back to the previous caller's point About recruitment Well, you know, why, is, why is he not able to fulfil that role? As, as I always say, God, you can only give footballers a chance if you sign them You give them the opportunity To impress And work their way Into the team And it's become apparent For quite a significant Number of weeks That Giovanni Van Bronckers Doesn't trust a lot Of the fringe players At Rangers You know Whereas no, Hold on Are you saying then That's all the That's never about Bad recruitment And it's all about The the, the player's oh, responsibility no, no, no But Clear You know How big a role Van Bronckers You mentioned it yourself Earlier on the show There's a model there At Rangers The recruitment model There's a recruitment department um, so when players come in and succeed Then the recruitment department Deserves as much credit as Giovanni Van Bronckers When they come in and they don't do well It's the other side of that coin So 
I don't think Giovanni Bronkos went in one morning and said, we need to sign Ahmed Diallo now. Clearly this is mm. a player that's been put to him by the recruitment department. Yeah, well, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying it was all on the he, manager. No, no, no. But when he's seen him, he's thought, no, I, I'm not having this. And he's gone back to the tried and trusted, the likes of Joe Aribo, even though Joe Aribo is quite clearly out of form. Um, I mean, Craig, you mentioned you were at the game. We obviously watched it, but we're in here. We don't really get the same sort of feeling for atmosphere and reaction and all that sort of stuff. Were the changes that the manager made unpopular amongst the Rangers fans? Well, for where I was sitting, um, I mean, I made, I made it. Um, I made it obviously aware to the people that I was sitting beside. I've been sitting beside for scenes that and something needs to change really quickly, and it just never. It just doesn't come quick enough. I've noticed this with. A few managers as well Even Gerard. Gerard used to do it as well Never changed until well Well later in the game Maybe 75 minutes plus I mean surely as a Even the assistant manager needs to say something To change it Because I mean, we've, we do have a decent bench Even at the moment We do have a decent bench um, But it's, it's like For example Ruth I think maybe it got to I could tell for the first 25 minutes that He was not going to last the whole game he couldn't keep up his pace Maybe 25-30 minutes into the game He came out at half time And just looked looked knackered within 5 minutes I mean surely as a management team You can look at that and think right, We're going to need to make a substitution Quite quickly Due to him not picking up his paces I mean Celtic defenders are, Some of them are really quick and you, um, I mean Ruth just couldn't keep up With the pace mm. of the uh, thank you very much to Craig Let's leave that there Because I want to squeeze one more in Before the travel It was nice to speak to you though Craig Make sure you give us a call back Richard is in Stevenson How does Alfredo Morelos's injury Impact the rest of the campaign Richard? Evening fan I hope you're all well um, Unfortunately I think that we As Rangers fans need to accept That the season's over uh, All elements of the season the Scottish Cup will, will not pro- progress there uh, I would expect that the Europa League will now come to an abrupt halt as well. Uh, if you don't mind, I just want to pick up one. I suppose these are slightly contradicting points. So I apologise for that. But you had a caller, uh, Kenny from Edinburgh, and he stated that Joe Aribo was the worst player he's seen in a Rangers jersey. That is an absolutely ridiculous statement to make. He has been a fantastic player for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like was said earlier, players dip in form, totally understandable. Another point that was made about Gio maybe taking him out of the squad and giving him a rest, totally understandable, but to say he's the worst player to play in a Rangers jersey is just ridiculous. Um, my contradicting point to that, I think that the team is now in a position where we need to rebuild. This is a, this is a rebuild job. There's no there's no salvaging the season. I, I think we, we as Rangers fans need to accept that. We don't have anyone to fulfil the... The things that um, Morelos brings to the team, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think you could even put two players up there to do the things that Morelos was doing for us. Um, so the the recruitment needs to change. I, I do think that this now needs to be restructured from the top all the way through to the team. Um, we need some fresh ideas. We need. I think there was a, a gentleman on uh, potential last night just talking about bringing somebody young, getting a fresh, fresh legs, fresh, mm-hmm. fresh mind and ideas into the. Um, into the board um, I think that Gio is doing What Gerard was doing When he first came in He's leaving things too late To the position But it's almost a fear It's almost as if There's a fear To change the, any tactics Or change the game or, or make subs That he was doing Late subs And you don't give anybody A chance to impact the game And I think that 
I, I mean, you could have guys on and say, oh, that point's invalid because look what he's done in the Europa League. But I, I think that we now need to restructure the club and we need to we need to rebuild. What's your thoughts on that? I'm always interested. I think Richard puts that in, in such a, an interesting way, Roger, because we talk about kind of rebuild squad cycles is a quite a fascinating yeah. idea because whether it's a chick, you know, chicken and an egg thing, the squad comes to its end of the cycle because you haven't won something or you don't win something because the squad's at the end of its cycle. And it was only last year having these exact same conversations with Celtic. Oh, that's it. You know, it's been good. The problem for Rangers is the, the good bit only lasted a season domestically. Is there a feeling amongst you that the same way as Richard that, that this might now be a bit of a rebuild well, coming up? Richard pulled up Kenny with an earlier callers. I'll give you a chance, Richard. What I'm about to say, if you argue with any of it, pull me up. I'll give you a Rangers 11 in the 4 3 3 formation that I don't think will be at the club next season. McGregor in goal, Simpson, Goldson, Katic, Barisic, Davis, Arfield, Ramsey, Diallo, Eten, Wright. That's 11 players. And if you want to argue with any of them, dive in now. But if 11 players are going out, 11 players will need to come in And that yeah. for me Is the overhaul That you're talking and about And to, to be fair Richard That's before you make Big decisions on Whether it is time To cash in on Morelos Or Kent Or Aribo Or Kamara Is that, is that You would add those To that Maybe question marks Above some of them um, Possibly I, I would actually Hope that the board Would tie down uh, Connor Goldson I think that as much as he, he can blow a bit hot and cold, he is he is a solid defender. And I would like to see him remain at the club. Alan McGregor's going to go. I think we all have to accept that. And and a point was made earlier on again about looking for a new goalkeeper. Uh, Robin McCrory came into an old firm and, and played fine, played well. Why why is he not getting some more time? We need to look at the, the long term here. Um, John McLaughlin, I can't imagine he's going to be there for much longer either. He's he's getting on a fair bit. He signed a deal, to be fair though, didn't he? Um, he signed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, but I think I think Scott Wright's another player that he's not been given a chance, and and I think that he's he's another player that could make an impact. Um, Itton's well, I reckon my gaffer could probably do a better job than Itton, but hey, that's another story. Um, there's a lot of deadwood in the club. There's a lot of deadwood in the club, and I think even even adding on another another few names to what you've just mentioned, um, it is it's a it's a huge huge restructuring job. And and I've heard a few people saying they don't think they'll see Alfredo Morelos in a Rangers jersey again. My theory on that is if if Alfredo Morelos doesn't pull on a Rangers jersey again, we will not get anywhere near the money that we could have got for him. Yeah, I suppose that's the other side of it. The, co- the commercial. Uh, knock on effect Thank you Richard Some good points well made That takes us up to time To run this past you Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Sunday was a huge day For Golden Goals Because We usually Add £250 To our cash jackpot Every time Rangers or Celtic score But we upped it to 500 At the weekend We got three goals 500 a goal And we're now sitting nicely With £22,250 Pounds. Incredible sum of money This will keep going up and up Every time both teams score In all competitions Rangers are back in action on Thursday Both play over the weekend And on we go So just imagine How good this could be 
You open up your banking app Or you get your paper copy Like Hugh Keevans And there's an extra 22,250 in there Except it won't be that It'll be much more than that So someone has to win it At the end of the season Don't hang about Here's how you enter By texting GOAL To 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close 6pm Saturday The 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL To 61025 right now 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here It's 0141-951-1025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB The video social media types mm. in here have done me in Do you remember Thursday night when the caller uh, Couldn't yeah. remember my name correctly? I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he called you, um, Jerry <laughs> We've put that video on And even I can admit it's actually pretty funny uh, You you add a lot to these occasions Now I don't believe me I don't praise you readily on this show I don't well, think you, I don't I think you do deserve it, it. I just think, I think you've just got a good laugh See when you <laughs> laugh at things It, it makes it funnier That was good <laughs> You did I've got you can to check say, out that video At Clyde SSB After all the years I've known you And been on this show You didn't really take it well I thought it took all right You, you kid I go You attacked his family Oh You attacked the kids Don't be silly You attacked. were calling them, were calling them Different names He's okay. supposed to be The tabloid man in here Attacked uh, That was That's a strong a one But, but, but you, you bit back Let's mm. just Yeah yeah You let yourself down Liam and I have been Exchanging correspondence <laughs> London since and we are best buddies by the way Wilson was right in about you as well he didn't his lumberjack shirt doesn't show up too well on that video though well I told you that I told that everybody um, was listening he, but he, he, he's biting back the mushroom you know you hear him Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays he doesn't, he doesn't like it he, he bites back at <laughs> you does I'll, I'll sort him out in two minutes yeah. any, cha- any chance with the glory days of Airdrie he doesn't yeah. like that I'll get rid of my ears I'll get rid of him here as well 0141951125 <laughs> We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Alec is a Rangers fan on the line. Alec, have you have you calmed down any since Sunday? Does some of that stuff disappear, or how would you sum up your mood tonight? Well, first of all, guys, uh, I wish you all well. Um, uh, as far as what this, the, the the points that you just put to me, I'm an angry Rangers supporter, and I'm a season ticket holder of thirty years standing. Um, really angry because after seven minutes of the game on on Sunday there wasn't a Rangers player left on the park what really made me angry was the fact that they just rolled over and handed the handed the um, title the league title to to Celtic I mean I I could go through um, there just was nothing. There was just nothing there. There was no fire. There was no, no uh, competing for the ball. Apart from the, the time when uh, the boy got booked. Um, I mean, since since Van Bronker has been uh, appointed, there's been a twelve point turnaround, mm-hmm. and 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 it adds more salt in the wound. Uh, you know, to say that per, per, probably Celtic are going to win the cup, and they could they could be well on the way to another treble. Um, there's the signings that Rangers have made. Sands, where did they get him from? Some backwater team in 
in, in, in America. Ramsey, that was just a trophy signing uh, that Ross Wilson made. And they thought, oh, great, we've got this world-class player. Just a trophy signing. Um, I mean, when Rangers scored early on in the game, Celtic were all over the place. Celtic at that point were there for the taking. And there wasn't, a, there wasn't a, anybody in a blue shirt prepared to step up and, and, and drive that advantage home. Yeah, I have seen that point made. Uh, Andy Halliday spoke about it last night, Roger, this feeling that a seventh-minute equaliser knocked the stuffing out of Rangers, yeah. and, and how could that be possible? Is that something you share? Um, I, I agree with a lot of the points there that Alex making because... In that first five minutes Rangers were terrific They scored a goal They could have had a second goal The ball as we said earlier on the show Fizzing across Joe Hart's six yard box It was begging to be knocked into the goal again Celtic got the park Scored a goal And suddenly The whole thing for Rangers Falls flat And I'd be interested You know Ali was a bit, a bit doom and gloom there It shouldn't necessarily be all doom and gloom Because Rangers could win the Scottish Cup Rangers could progress to a Europa League final Maybe even win A European competition but it seems unlikely now, given the performances recently. And I think everyone needs to take a portion of responsibility for that. The players do. You know, people have talked about Kent's performances going down, Aribo's performances going down. Um, you know, there are certain players that Broncos won't pick because their performances have gone down. It's a valid point you make about mm. James Sands. Hasn't really contributed much Diallo hasn't contributed much people of New York By the way To call it a backwater But I, I take yeah, Alex's point yeah, He's maybe yeah, not had I the impact um, Alec what about the absence of Morelos How costly was that Do you think on Sunday And how costly is it going to be For the rest of the season I don't think it was that costly uh, As far as the game on Sunday was concerned Because historically Morelos doesn't play all that well Against Celtic However um, He's He's, he's Performances recently, it's certainly a big improvement on you know last season, and I think he will be a big loss for the rest of the season. But I mean, the other players who should have stepped up to the plate on Sunday, like um, like um, uh, Kent uh, and Aribo uh, and players like that, they were they were they were posted missing. I mean, Ken, every time he got the ball, he ran into a Celtic player. And when he lost the ball, the head went down, the shoulders went down, and that was it. We get nothing from him. We get nothing from Aribo. Although, I have to say, Joe Aribo has been playing well up until the last few games. But, you know, there was just nothing there. You know, the the, the, the heart went out of the team as soon as Celtic equalised. Now, that traditionally... It should never happen. And you look back on teams of the past, Greg, uh, Goff, Butcher, I could go on and on naming these people. They would never have allowed that to happen. Just to roll over and roll over and let Celtic... Uh, and set, by the way, I didn't think that the Celtic performance was all that good. I think they were there. If we had, if we had been able to maintain the same, uh, the same performance that we had in the first five minutes uh, throughout the game, we'd, we'd have given them a doing because they weren't, even, they weren't that good. But, but there's another 85 to yeah. go, Gordon, which is quite problematic. Yeah, it is worrying for Rangers fans. And what's worrying as well, Gordon, we're, we're hearing callers, and some of them, not them all, have already given up in the semi-final. And I think that's down to the fact that Celtic pitched up there the weekend at Ibrox. Hunt won there since, what, 
2019 yep. Would I be right in saying that um, They get the victory Probably seal the league um, Rangers wake up to the news today That, that Morelis is about for the rest of the season And and the confidence for the Rangers supporters Is totally gone um, Do you think the Morelos thing's added to that then? 100% yeah, I mean that, that's got to be the real reason for this Yeah we've got guys on here uh, tonight saying Well it was a winnable tie not that long ago against Braga Well that'll go out the window Celtic will probably go on and win a treble um, I, I, Where I'm going to pick up And Alex said there about Kent Kent obviously made the first goal I was disappointing, Ken. I thought this could have been a big game for him on Sunday. He gets off to a terrific start. Juranovic gets caught um, wrong side, ball watching. Ball gets played in. He picks out Ramsey. The confidence for that, and you're thinking, right, Juranovic for the first 15, 20 minutes, yeah. I thought was, and I think he's a quality, quality player, but I thought he was poor. And I'm thinking, if Rangers are going to get joy, get it to Ken. But as Andy Halliday said last night as well, and, and a lot of Roger and a lot of people have been saying it, the minute McGregor does that run and, and it's a brilliant run, Tom Rogic mm. puts it in the back of it. After that, Tom Rogic controlled the football game. Thank you, Alec. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Bad news. The long, unbeaten run for the pundits continues. A one-all draw for Hugh Evans last night. It break. was disgraceful. And he won on the tie break Please listeners Please tonight be the night If it's Roger Hanna Granted that'll be tough If it's Gordon Dale It, w- it won't be as tough So 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Dale and Roger Hanna are here We've reached the halfway point of the show as you may well have been able to predict the first part of the show Lots of angry, frustrated, disappointed Rangers fans Not only because of Sunday But on the back of today's news That Alfredo Morelos will miss the rest of the season <laughs> Keep those calls coming if you so wish Kieran Tierney and Nathan Patterson may well be in the same boat Which is crucial Because Scotland have June World Cup playoffs to come we hope uh, there's a lot being said today about VAR Scottish clubs will vote in two weeks time Two weeks today Neil Doncaster has had his say He's not a fan of strict liability For things like bottle throwing after the weekend So if you want to change the topic Now's a good time to do it 0141-951-1025 And we'll speak to you after this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right, come on then. Beat the pundit time. Surely this is the night where you blow it for the pundits, Gordon DL. This, is it, I take that, it's me he's playing. I don't know. I'm going to toss the coin, but if it is you, because he won't lose. But this winning run has been on for goodness knows how long. The only happy person about it is the person that holds the credit card in here, because we've not had to give away any signed balls. But other than that, I, I don't like it. I don't think it's great. Yeah, I, I think there's every chance that is going to land in a tail. Yeah, me, me as well. You were, were you the last. No, it to lose. I don't think so. I think it was Wilson. Are you sure? I, I, I thought you gave in too early with Marvin Bartley last week, making allowing that. That's a dangerous precedent to set the best of three. No, it was his fault though, because of course it was his fault. Yeah, his antics were all over the place, and he deserved to play. So I wasn't letting him wriggle out of it and make. Who's on the line? Dif- well, let's see if he's a nice person. D- d- difficult week, Marvin Bartley. You know, falling out with Gordon and beat the pundit mm. and mm. silly misunderstanding at the final whistle on Saturday. Yeah, he looked very angry. He'll get his thoughts on that tomorrow uh, if he appears on time. Matthew is Matthew from Newton Mearns. How's it going, Matthew? 
very good, very good, great weekend. Uh, no need to ask what team Matthew supports. Clearly, Motherwell. a big Motherwell fan. Yeah, you stole my joke there. Wasn't no. even that funny, was it? <laughs> no. And now both of us have no. said it. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Matthew, have you ever played before? No, first time caller. First but you must always win from home, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I Especially against uh, Gordon I love that Because oh. I, I do the exact same I've said it before See this morning I got a, a 10 on the, the 5 came in Easy George mm-hmm. Bowie Bowie break I'd have squished it No problem at all But then When the pressure's on I'd probably Yeah Matthew will bottle it big time um, Anyway Heads it will be Roger Hanna minus 1 Tails it will be Gordon Deal not minus 1 Yes, it's tails No, it's not You just made that up I, I don't make it up Because it <laughs> defeats the purpose oh, He was actually saying tails Before it landed in the back of his hand There's a camera right on me Go and get producer Chris To run it back, please It is you Best of three? Nope, no, no, absolutely no, no, no. not <laughs> Let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't hear Matthew's answers Matthew, 30 seconds Answer okay. as many as you can And if you don't know Pass and move on, okay? Okay 30 seconds starts now How many goals have been scored in all the old firm games this season combined? Uh, seven Which player joined Celtic from Newcastle in July 2012? July to Newcastle uh, Pass Who's the only Scottish Premiership side to have lost their last three games? Uh, Motherwell Before Sunday who were the last side to beat Rangers at home? Hamilton Which Scottish Premiership manager Has the most Scotland caps Which Scottish Premiership Has the most Scotland caps uh, Graham Alexander Okay let's bring And Gordon. it was Fraser Foster Ah too late Too late Let's bring Gordon Deal back Can you hear us Yeah I can Same set of questions to you Are you ready Go Tough today I probably will Okay let's go How many goals have been scored In all the old firm games Combined this season Um, Six which player joined Celtic from Newcastle in July 2012? Thompson. Who's the only Scottish Premiership team to have lost their last three games? Lost their last three games? St. Men. Before Sunday, who were the last team to beat Rangers at home? Pass. Which Scottish Premiership manager has the most Scotland caps? Graham Alexander. Okay. Callum Davison, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is, but, Roger, but, this has got the that, potential to be one of my favourite nights that, on Beat the Pundit take the, You've taken the words right out of my mouth There was a particular highlight which I'll tell you yes, when we come to it because you didn't produce any of your usual, you know, ridiculously wrong answers But I produced wrong ones But, oh, I'm excited about this Right, how many ga- how many goals have been scored in all the old firm games this season? Three, Count with me Three, five, six, seven It's seven oh! Not six, Matthew Goes 1-0 in front uh, That was good from Matthew Because I think under pressure That might be tough. enough It might be enough Which player joined Celtic From there? Newcastle in 20 When you said Thompson Did you mean Alan? I just meant Thompson 2012 also. We didn't do any signs From Newcastle anyway uh, Fraser Forster I wouldn't have got that Matthew knew it But didn't get it Until the end So it doesn't count 1-0 to Gordon DL oh, no. Matthew Between Roger Hanna and I will try our best to explain this the next question is who's the only Scottish Premiership side to have lost their last three games now Matthew there is a, a oh! league, <laughs> there is a league table behind him on the wall Matthew which is one thing but see next to the league table there is actually a little column which shows you that each team's last five results and he knew he turned round and he looked at it oh! and he still got it wrong 
He said St Mirren when the answer was Livingston. So what? So see when you looked at St Mirren and it said loss, loss, win, loss, loss. What was going through your head? I thought I was still up there for Saturday, and I just seen the two L's, and I thought they get beat by Motherwell. Three L's means three. It's oh. one nil to Matthew at this point. Before Sunday, who were the last team to beat Rangers I at home? Hamilton Ackies. Remember, just before lockdown. No way. Yeah. Matthew got it. 2 0. Which Scottish Premiership manager has the most Scotland caps? Callum Davidson. It's Sean Maloney. Sean Maloney. You were both wrong. He's got 47. Alexander, 40. Oh, Davidson's only got 19. Did I get nothing there? <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> you got a big fat what, what zero. Did Matthew get? Two. Absolutely <laughs> spanked him, Matthew. Well done. Thank you so much, guys. Well, well done, Matthew. Good man. You need, to go, you... you need to hand deliver the ball for that. When was the last time you. Have you ever had a zero? No, I don't think so, no. That's scandalous. That is I can't, scandalous. I cannot believe the answer's right in front of me. And I've went St. Man. Roger Hanna. A zero. It's uh, Well, that's what I said when Matthew got the a one. Zero? I thought that might be enough. I uh, feel like Christmas has come early Not only is the Chris unbeaten shot. run for the pun Increased <laughs> shot Is that the best? Oh, we've got him He's sitting there a yes. smart Alec A few shot. weeks ago it was his hair Now it's that he's shot his Chris Hold on, are you two okay Just to take the show for the next couple of minutes I'm going to phone Mark Wilson <laughs> At zero I've oh. Oh, no idea how happy this makes me Oh, I was, uh, listen, I deserve a zero. See, but I've actually got the answers uh, right in front of me there. I cannot believe what are you doing texting you. Do you know what I'm not texting Mark Wilson? Do you know what I think? I promise you, I'm not texting Mark Wilson. I am it not even going better. to Asda again. I think makes it exactly. See, when you're out and about doing your shopping destroyed. tomorrow, you are going to get destroyed. You're right. Do you know what I like even more about it? Producer Callum's off tonight It's producer Chris You've made no secret You don't I can't you don't, stand him You don't like oh, was him at p- The questions He's come up with the questions And I think he's I think he's <laughs> Well Picked you, specific questions you, That he knows you'll struggle You know with. I knew they weren't Callum's questions Because the Sean Maloney question Was asked two weeks ago Oh was it Yeah There we go And you still can't remember <laughs> Oh sure was. I was I think I was on the show <laughs> You were It was you and I bro <laughs> Producer Chris is look, 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 see the end of the day We had to give balls away I've gave my balls away, that's fine I'm quite happy with that It's signed, I'll go to Newton Mearns Matthew, he wasn't even that good, was he? Oh, you sound like the callers <laughs> that phone in here Trying to take it away from the opposition No, he wasn't really well, he was that better good. than you, that's all oh, that matters. I just said a, What's happened to me? Good question 01419511025 on the phones Or you can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Oh, I don't believe that The league table is right <laughs> behind you And it's got the column for the last five games oh, oh, I can all Even ap- colour coded Green for win, yellow for draw, I red know. for loss I can all apologise to my family Everyone that knows me <laughs> Oh your fans <laughs> I've not got any of them Let me tell you right now Oh that is I, I, don't, I, I, I won't sleep tonight I won't go home I'm, That's it I'm having a bad, bad If Ranger supporters think they had a bad weekend I'm having the worst Tuesday ever <laughs> uh, Let's bring in Ross Who's a Celtic fan uh, Ross, how are you feeling after the weekend? Yeah, hi, hi guys uh, Gordon hi, uh, um, Roger, sorry, forgot your name Roger <laughs> um, No, I'm feeling good after Sunday Sunday was good um, But my point tonight is just I want to praise four guys And I want to praise Ange um, John Kennedy Gavin Strachan and Stevie Woods I think the four of them 
I brought a togetherness back to Celtic. And I know you guys will remember last season, everybody came under it. And, uh, Lennon, Kennedy, Gavin Strachan. Um, but I think those issues have seemed to be forgotten about. And everyone doesn't seem to be interested in Kennedy and Strachan leaving Celtic. It's about these four guys that have brought a togetherness back to Celtic. And they seem to be reunited. The fans seem to be buying into this. Um, the season ticket renewals have came out. And I, I, I'm not the only Celtic fan, but a lot of Celtic fans will, will buy into it. Uh, I've already renewed for next season. So there's definitely some sort of togetherness. And just to kind of praise the guys, because I don't think they get enough credit for this season. Yes, how things change. Roger Hanna. iPad boy. iPad boy, laptop boy. John <laughs> Kennedy, he's a defensive coach. He's been there too long. The recruitment's terrible. And in one year, they're all great. And would you look at what the calls have been like in the first hour? Oh, actually, I'd, I don't know if Ross Wilson's doing a good job, if the board yeah. at Rangers, if Gio's doing a good job, but the recruitment's not been right. We're a complicated part of the footballing world, but you boil it down and um, it, it's the same sort of fingers that will be pointed when things aren't going well. Yeah, and it's interesting. Quite often when managers come into a place, they bring you know a, a huge backroom team with them. Stephen Gerrard brought a lot in, then took a lot away to Aston Villa with them, uh, and that then forced Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to bring a lot into Rangers. As Postacoglu more or less arrived at Celtic on his own, um, and a quick look at the backroom staff decided they would do for him and <coughs> give him their roles and responsibilities and their duties, told him to go and do it, and he would do his part of it, and it's worked. Um, I find it fascinating. I think he's won now three Manager of the Month awards this season. The photographs fascinate me. The first picture, I think, was John Kennedy. Stevie Woods Was it Gavin Strachan I'm not sure it was Gavin Strachan I think it was maybe Somebody else was in the picture And I the second think, time he won it I think there was An innocent explanation I think yeah, he was Like off that day I, or think, something. I think you're right And then the next one It was Gavin Strachan A couple of the other Backroom guys And then the, the, It was the sports scientists I think the next time And then when they won it again On Friday um, For the month of March It was More of the support Team at Celtic So he's clearly United The staff Behind him mm. At Lennox Town He clearly united The team Behind them At Lennox Town And and it's worked out You can see it in the results um, Or he just doesn't want Three of the same picture But don't <laughs> let me rain On your, your theory there, here there, there, there is more work to be done I think it is worth pointing out That Cameron Carter Vickers is still a Tottenham player um, I think it's still worth pointing out Jota is still a Benfica player I think Ross and the other Celtic supporters Would Like the first pieces of business Of the summer To be Nailing them down in permanent deals. You agree with that, Ross? Yeah, definitely agree with Roger there. Um, I think to get these guys in a permanent deal would be definitely something the Celtic fans would would for. I don't think there would be any Celtic fan that would come on and complain if Carter Vickers and Jota were made permanent. Yeah, yeah certainly yeah. after. Um, I mean, Jota was like the, the headline act of the two earlier in the season, but, but probably. Carter Vickers will have, have joined them And maybe, I don't know Even surpassed them for some people Gordon, just given the Sort of consistency Well you look at um, His part And he's a massive part Of a defence That's lost only 19 goals In the league Gordon uh, And I'm delighted I turned around there And got that one correct But um, He's been excellent He must come in For running of player of the year And I'm not just saying that Because of His goal I think he's come in there He's steadied the defence He's been excellent 
Uh, very seldom makes a mistake. Um, all the focus is usually on Starfelt, his, his partner there, but I think he helps him through the games. You look at him in, at the weekend, I thought he was absolutely brilliant, especially second half. Jota's another one, exciting. Um, <clears throat> Celtic have got a real good squad going there, and you go back to the manager. I think what the. I was surprised when the manager came in and didn't bring anyone in at all. I thought. Usually a manager will bring one, two, some ask for four, five, whatever it may be. But I think he's a very hands-on manager. I think he likes to get his hands dirty. I think he likes to get out on that training ground, take the training, be part of it, get the tempo. And he's just, everything's fitted in like a jigsaw. And he's obviously happy with John Kennedy. I'm delighted to say that because we received numerous calls criticising John Kennedy when it went, when it all went wrong. But... They don't seem to be now. They're praising him because he's part of a backroom staff. He's part of a team, and it's working very well. Yeah, well, you can't argue with it. And the proof of the pudding is in the results. The, the league cup has already been won. The league championships about to be won. And what odds would you have got, Gordon, at the start of the season? You know, when Celtic were losing three of the first six games, when Christopher Ayer was going to Brentford, Ryan Christie was going to Bournemouth, Hudson Edward was going to Crystal Palace, on top of the, the Scott Browns and the other players who had gone, new manager who wasn't the first choice manager, new manager in the door, and in those circumstances, what odds would you have got on Celtic winning a treble? Well, what odds would you give on Celtic winning a treble, Ross? Is that feeling grown since the weekend? I don't know if you pay attention to the fact that Rangers would now be Weakened I guess Because Alfredo Morelos Is unavailable For the rest of the campaign is, Are you already Looking ahead to that Or Would you rather wait Until the league is sewn up Before you get carried away I'm totally for it I think Celtic Are in the running For a treble And I don't know If Gordon will remember But I was on a few weeks ago And I said Would this be the best treble That Celtic's done um, I, I came on a few weeks ago And I said that I generally do think That Celtic Will get the treble this year I think the fact that we're even considering that is just remarkable. Again, that goes down to the four guys I've mentioned, Stevie Woods, um, Ange, um, Gavin Strachan and John Kennedy. As I say, I think they've brought some sort of reunite back to the fans, but if we can get a treble, then brilliant. But I think the league for me is definitely 100% got to be URM and anything over that is is, is is even better Thank you Ross I've got a good full time teaser For the guys Now some of Scottish football's Favourite subjects Have been in the headlines Again VAR Being one of them The clubs will vote In two weeks time If you've got any interest In that Why not pick up the phone Right now Neil Doncaster's been talking About strict liability uh, After the bottle throwing Incidents at Ibrox At the weekend Again If you fancy that 01419511025 And we'll speak to you next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We're going to speak to another Gordon In Thornley Bank on the line Very soon Let me quickly set up tonight's teaser It's one of these that I think the question is more difficult than the answer If that makes any sense Once you eventually get to grips mm. with the question Hopefully we can word it appropriately The crazy pony sent it in uh, And I think we'll just Let's just go for it You'll never understand it But Roger might Right And no offence We're looking for The former Scottish Top flight player Who's scored the most goals In each Of Europe's Top seven leagues Penny dropping No Yes you're looking at But well Let's get the leagues first England Yep Spain Yep Italy mm -hmm. Germany Yep 
France. Yep. Portugal. Portugal. Yes. So we're looking That's for only six. Is it? That's because the Netherlands as well. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I had to turn my bit of paper over. You see. So for each of those leagues, we're looking for a former Scottish top flight player who's scored the most goals in those leagues. Yeah. Ever. 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 Ever uh, Well since 92-3 onwards Since Champions League year Yeah pretty so, much So what was that England, Spain, France, Holland uh, Yeah Italy, Germany, uh, France, Portugal, Netherlands So for instance Who is the former Scottish top flight player Who scored the most English Premier League goals Let's start there That's an easy one to understand Digest And once we get it We'll be able to move on No Robbie Keane Yes Right, okay So you see that, Gordon? We've got that example We now need to do that for Spain, Italy, Germany, France, Portugal and the Netherlands For the Netherlands, Jan Venegut of Hessling? No, would you believe? Mm, Michael Moles? No He's uh, not Dutch Van Hoendijk Said he's not Dutch However Give you that as a sympathy one Because he is the answer for Portugal Oh, I would never have mm, done that. So you stumbled upon it. I, I probably shouldn't have given what you, the, but there we go. Could Italy be Ravenelli? It's not. Italy's is the hardest, right? So forget them till the end. I would. That would be my advice to you. All oh, right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Another uh, another bite at the Netherlands. No, he's got ninety-one goals in the Eredivisie. This guy. Ninety-one. He's not Dutch. He's not Dutch. Played in Scotland. Giacomakis didn't get that. No. Many, did he? No. Okay, I'll leave it with you You like that question though? I do, yeah Very good, yeah Fulltime at Clyde1.com Fulltime at Clyde1.com This is actually quite a big talking point And yesterday we didn't really get round to it Because of all the post-match reaction at Ibrooks. But VAR could be introduced to the Scottish Premiership Immediately after this year's World Cup Mid-season That's as the SPFL clubs prepare to make a decision later this month They have circulated a resolution to all 42 member clubs. They'll be asked to vote at the SPFL's general meeting on the 19th of April. Now, the resolution requires 75% of top flight clubs, 75% of championship clubs, and 75% of clubs in Leagues 1 and 2 combined. Suddenly feels like it's April 2020 all over again, Roger. The voting structure of Scottish football. Um, so if it's passed The target implementation date For VAR Would be following the World Cup So basically December uh, Time now It's been actually trialled uh, During an under-14s match On Sunday Did you know Between Hearts and mm-hmm. Hamilton uh, A few weeks ago We had the likes of John Beaton Crawford Allen on the show Explaining How it would work And it appears like We're getting close to crunch time Roger Yeah um, A couple of things I don't quite Well I do understand But I don't think they're fair um, Number one You shouldn't start it In the middle of a season um, we're sitting here in the first week in April League season doesn't start I think to the end of July For me that's more than enough time To get this up and running If it's not more than enough time Then start at the following season yeah. Can you imagine well, I think it's not enough time ultimately Because they do have Well start at the start yeah, of the yeah, They have season. a timeline from FIFA as well Where they come in and assess what you're doing And all the rest of it so. I, I, I had a conversation Now I'm a huge fan of VAR as you know um, Saturday night was slightly against it Because I suddenly thought On the way home from Perth If we had VAR We would never have had David Martindale's post-match interview <laughs> H- However w- Once I saw sense Can you imagine Mid-season One Saturday We're at Perth And Dan Cleary Clearly handles the ball Kevin Clancy Doesn't yeah. give the penalty And Livingston lose 1-0 And then the following week Dan Cleary Handles the ball 
Yeah. And he goes to VAR mm. And somebody does get the penalty well, Let's ask Gordon and Thornley Bank his thoughts So Gordon, that's the headline if you like Two weeks tonight we will have had a vote Because that's what we need more of in Scottish football More votes uh, To see whether the clubs want it Gordon, what do you make of that? Well I don't Just before we go ahead And I was going to phone up to make a particular point mm-hmm. Do you think that fans can Not all the time But do you think they can influence a referee In making certain decisions in high pressure games? Oh, good question. Um, any takers? Oh, I think you'd need to ask the referees that. But uh, well, you're the friend of the referees. Now you're the closest no, we're going to get. That. Do you know something? I, I'm going to keep my faith in the referees and say no. I think they're mm. too, the top referees are too experienced for that. I've always just wondered about the subconscious side of it. You know, and that's the thing you'll never be able to prove. How how can anyone truly study the effect that sixty thousand people screaming for something mm. has versus when it's the opposition team and it goes silent? I, I've never, and again, it's probably not something we should bother with, Roger, because how you ever prove it, how you ever fix it, how you ever you know, make it tangible in any way, I don't know. What's, what's your, what would your attempt at answering Gordon's question be? I, th- I, think, I think there's an argument for it, Gordon, and I'll give you an example from the weekend. James Madison scored what we thought was a winner for Leicester at Old Trafford at the weekend, and it got turned away by VAR, because of a what was described as a foul on Rafa Varane. I didn't think it was much of a foul. Supporters made such a fuss about it. 75,000 of them at Old Trafford. But the officials in VAR had a look at it. Now, had that decision mm. been at Leicester, for argument's sake, I think the goal would have stood. So I, I think you've probably got an argument there. So it favours the big teams, is what you're telling us. Yeah. Mm. Gordon? My point, what, what, my, what my point is, well... You said something about being Old Trafford there. I was going to use that as an example, not in Scotland. You hear so many stories about Old, uh, old Trafford, Man United not getting a penalty, uh, other teams not getting a penalty at the Stratford end and that kind of thing. That's my point. And what I'm trying to say is, if they're going to implement it halfway through a season, the way our league is structured, some teams play against... Uh, one team twice at home before the split and the other games once and then vice versa for the mm-hmm. home games for them. What I was thinking was each team should have at least one game against each of the opposition and play 22 games so that in order that they can both have... A bit, I mean, that, that's one of the things as well. You need to kind of argue the fact that sometimes referees could be influenced because they might not go for that. But mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's a valid point because... Likes uh, I think it'll be Celtic will get the first home game uh, in the Old Firm games against Rangers next year. Yeah, that's correct. So if that would be the case, if it happens directly after uh, the World Cup, which ends in kind of mid-November, rather, that game would generally be shoehorned in around about New Year. Mm -hmm. Don't know whether that's going to be the case because of the fixture pile-up or whatever, or manoeuvring because of the World Cup's going to be in there. But it's going to be Celtic might have the crowd influence And Rangers don't Do you understand what I'm saying? And yeah, and not well also Then you, you could totally flip that the other way And say that you know Celtic at Celtic Park can um, Sorry, at Ibrox you know, Rangers can benefit from VAR And Celtic won't Because it's the first game of the season, yeah? Yeah, well that, that, that's obviously an argument as well However not having it in place equally uh, over the case. If if, they, if everybody played against each other once, mm-hmm. and then it came in, well, then it's a kind of more 
fair start, if yeah. you like, for using VAR. Yeah, I must admit, Gordon, I mean, <laughs> whether we should or should not bring in VAR is a big enough debate in mm-hmm. itself. And the pros and cons of VAR have kept football fans across the globe going for years already and will continue to do so. I can't believe we're now we're now going to argue about whether we're it comes in mid season or not. Yeah, I think and that's just, the problem. I think I think it's got to come in and, and make it sure f- uh, fair for everyone. How does this uh, sit with you then, mid season or after the World Cup? Um, I, I think Colin makes a good point. I think it's got to be fair in everybody, Gordon. It's got to be at the right start. Um, I don't understand why we can't start really getting this sorted. The referees definitely want it. We know that for a fact. Sometimes I'm a fan of it. And sometimes I'm not. Um, I watched uh, the incident that Roger was talking about, Manchester United, Leicester. Sometimes it ruins the game for me. I still don't think that the Leicester goal should have been chopped off, in my opinion. Um, But I think that Scotland is going to need it because I think the referees want it and I think they want every help they possibly can. So it's just a case of when the timing is right to bring it in so, so we don't have the arguments. You don't think it's right mid season? Uh no. No. I would I would wait to the beginning of a season before I brought VR in and I think that just squashes anything at all. I mean the, the only possible counter argument is Roger because it's clearly going to create a lot of issues. And as usual, we'll look at everything through the prism of Celtic and Rangers, right? But, but across the league, if you are Motherwell, for instance, or, or whoever and you think, well hold on a minute, we then you know, we went to Ibrox or Celtic Park earlier in the season and this went against us, but we go later in the season and, and VAR's there, all the rest of it. The only possible counter-argument is there's such a clamour to get these decisions right and, and bring it in. If it's there, why not use it? That, well, be the only, that would be the only possible counter-argument. Well, it's here just now. Yeah, but it's not. We're not ready to do it just now. No, I, I, I Actually, I, I struggle to understand how that can be. You know, in four months, four months, you could build a stadium. Why can't we simply have VAR? It's not, it's not a huge well, construction project. But, but, but see, to, see, to be fair, right? I get what you're saying, but there surely has to be a point where we just assume that we can't, because there's no way that you would prefer to do it mid-season than do it at the end of July, yeah. August. There's just no way that. So I get what you're saying, and. You try to be as cynical as you sometimes No, no I'm not being cynical but, just, but let's, let's could, This couldn't it, be any more Scottish football, Gordon I agree with that to an extent But let's assume it's not You have to take that at face value That it is not possible for the start of, well, of next season Well, all they're doing is opening a can of worms Because mm. I'll bet you money now We're going to have a conversation oh. next season Where somebody's going to say I believe, I believe you, I agree with you We don't have to look at it through the prism of the old firm We can look at it through the prism of St Johnson versus Livingston Where I was mm-hmm. at the weekend David Martindale, quite rightly, was seething It is an appalling decision mm-hmm. by Kevin Clancy at the weekend And VAR is not there to rectify it So Livingston have lost out David Martindale reckoned Maybe if St Johnson as well Because they feel that James Penrice should have been sent off Maybe St Johnson as well Which was first, was it before that? uh, Yes it was So they got a right to say that they feel their game could have been affected This is going to take 10 minutes of Marvin Bartley's time tomorrow Mm. night in this show But in the second half of next season Then James Penrice is sent off And Dan Cleary gives away the penalty And the result changes So I don't see where the fairness is at all Yeah, I mean like, like I said I... For what it's worth No one tends to care What I think Completely agree It just just feels like That's going to be A lot of problems As I said The only Possible logic Is that That hold on If you all want it 
And November, December is the earliest we can We might as well use it while it's there I assume that's the logic Is there any any sense in that for you? I assume that's the logic But as I say, it is peak Scottish football decision making Yeah, Yeah, it does seem like we're going to have a few arguments about that That's for sure Thank you to Gordon What about Scott and Govan? What's your take on this, Scott? Uh, Hi, Roger Roger Hello Roger, Roger Roger, Gordon and Gordon How's it going? Um. Last thoughts on it Exact same The last time I phoned up about it um, They should bring it in Straight after the World Cup I think that's an ideal time To bring it in um, I've listened to Your points there about And I, th- I agree with you Gordon If they could bring it in During the summer They would bring it in um, I think if you did put a poll Between Rangers and Celtic fans um, I think you would get The majority One that as soon as possible um, another thing what you said about, um, about bringing it in and, and last month that would have been a penalty and this year and after VAR it's mm-hmm. not a penalty vice versa I think that's yesterday's news then because come January everybody's going to forget about that um, once it's in because it's only going to help us it's only going to help the referees the fans everybody it's only going to help the game so get in as soon as possible is key What do you make of that then Roger Scott does put up a good Alternative argument Along the lines of Ultimately You've got A full season Why not get s- Some of the mistakes corrected If you can't get it in in time To get all the mistakes Across a season corrected Why not put it in in time To get some of them corrected Okay I'll take that argument on board And I'll accept that argument We're sitting here The, the vote is going to take place On the 19th of April mm-hmm. We're not going to see this until at the earliest The 19th of December Which is the day after the World Cup yep. final Is it honestly going to take Scottish football Eight months to implement VAR? But again, right I know what you're saying But we have to assume the answer to that is yes That's ridiculous But again, I'm not sure that's the issue that we're debating here though We're debating is it right or wrong right. to bring it in mid-season? Would you, would you bring it in mid-season? No well, you said that already It's yeah. naturally unfair But whether we think It could be impl- yeah, I think we have to Almost take a step back From that and I wouldn't be surprised If they do Gordon um, Because I think They realise that The officials especially Need as much help They're crying out for it but That's my point right? Yeah. That, I think that's what Scott's getting at as yeah. well if, you, if you're saying That we need to correct As many mistakes as possible mm. Roger wants 100% Of next season's Mistakes corrected The powers that be Are saying That's just simply Not possible Scott's saying I don't really care When it comes in it would, it would help for part of the season. It would help. I think. I think a large portion of the support. I'm, I'm with Roger. I, I think that maybe as a case of bringing in at start of the season. But I think a large portion of the supporters up and down the country would like it in uh, as quick as possible and um, move on from that. But uh, the one thing we're sure is we want VAR in, and it's just getting in as as, as quickly. Are we sure of that? So the vote is in April nineteenth. It's two weeks today. We are talking as if it, it definitely will. You know, happen. Well, Will the clubs go for it? The rest want VAR in Personally speaking They don't vote though I want VAR in mm, You don't vote I'll tell you what the vote come down to It'll come down to what it always comes down to Pounds, shillings and pence The managers will want it in You've heard a lot of mm-hmm. the managers David Martindale, oddly enough Mentioned it in our post-match yep. chat on Saturday But the people running the football clubs Have already recoiled at the thought That it might cost them up to £118,000 mm. Per club, per season Do you think the vote might not go through? No, I'm, I... I I don't think it's as simple as saying They'll all approve mm-hmm. it on the 19th What's your gut telling you then? Getting I, the thumbs I, up or thumbs I, down? I would desperately hope It gets put through Otherwise 
we fall behind the other big footballing nations and we begin mm-hmm. to look like a backwater. So you don't think we get ourselves in any unnecessary drama, Scott, when let's do it through the prism of Celtic and Rangers then because it's relevant after this weekend. You know, where the the first meeting next season is at Celtic Park and there is no VAR, but by the time the sides meet at Ibrooks, there is VAR. You don't think those issues are, are important? Uh, definitely important But at the end of the day We've got to look to the future And we're way 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 behind already Waiting to next season Waiting to the beginning of the following season It's just mental in my eyes So I'm t- I think in my p- opinion We get it in as soon as possible Regardless of what has happened before it mm. Regardless of what people are going to say about it we just get it in And that's that end yeah, off I like the call Scott Because I assumed that everyone Would just hate the fact That it's going to be brought in mid-season So I, I like having my eyes opened um, You, know, I mean, how, Roger, you, 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 you know how the English Premier League I don't even know where Stockley Park is They always talk about going, going mm-hmm. over to look at the Stockley Park wonder where the base is in going here, to be for We're going to have yeah. Hugh Keevans in charge yeah. um, You say the reason you want the vote to go ahead Is you don't want Scottish football to be left behind Yeah but you are happy for us to be left behind between December and August. No, I want us to be right ahead of the game at the end of July. Not, not, not an option though. It should be an option. You don't get to move the goalposts. Should be an option. I'm on this side of the desk. People, people I set are, the parameters. People are doing it around the globe. Dead simple. Move forward quickly, Roger. Dead, 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 dead simple. No, you only got right. two options. Wally Collum runs about. Wally Collum makes a decision around the park. We follow shouts in his ear. Wally, go and look at the monitor. How difficult can mm. it be? Honestly, how difficult can it be? See. If you can't train the people up here quickly enough mm. Then bring the people from England up To do it until the Scottish people are properly trained That's what people would do in other walks of life mm. They would do it I still they would feel do like he's the goalposts, Gordon Just to suit himself well, He's a journalist He likes, he, he likes to do that um, mm. he, he picks up a fair argument I'm liking this No, I don't think so I think I think no. when you move the goalpost You've you're, you're but, all but, over the but, shop But he likes to move the goalposts We know that mm. Well all right. the, the SPFL are moving the goalposts Because you don't have it For half the season Then they move mm-hmm. the goalposts And you have it for the second half But there are reasons for that There are reasons for Not having it at the start That you aren't actually An expert on uh, Listen Somebody will come How fo- would you know get, That it can be implemented By the summer And uh, with all due get, respect Get Neil Doncaster on the phone Neil Give I'm, us a shout I'm telling you just bring the guys up from England who do it, have been doing it for the last couple of years. Dead, dead simple. They can watch the mm. game. They can draw their wee Is there lines. enough of them? They can shout and Wally Collins. Is there enough up. of them? There'll be millions of them. Are you sure? Yes. Millions of them? I mean, they've got a league on at that time as well, remember? Loads and loads of you them. sure? Yes. You looked into that or just a guess? It's an educated mm, guess. It definitely sounds like a guess. I think, speaking of guesses, I think we have... Got maybe a stewards inquiry. Wolfman's got Nards on. He reckons it definitely is Jan Venegar or Hesselink for the Netherlands. So... Yeah, I'll give you that. I think I've. Oh, we're moving the goalposts. That's unbelievable. Oh, one, yeah. one minute's a wrong answer, the next minute's yeah. a correct answer. Oh, honestly. But, but, but no, question. basically, what. Daz, if I was you, I would check that answer's not the, the, the real reason is trying to get this answer. Roger's floundering as much on that as he is on the debate about VAR, <laughs> so I thought I would try and cut him a bit of slack. No floundering. Um, Vinegar of Hesslink, you can have. There is another guy. How far back does it go? Well, did the other guy score more than very good of Hesling? Well, I don't know. How well, far back are you going You're forever telling us you're in charge, you should know. I would say he did, unless if somebody's done their arithmetic wrong. How far back? You still not even got the other guys. I know, but how far back? I've told you, 92, 93 well, onwards. We've already told you the right answer. Very good of Hesling. Okay. And for the rest of the countries? <laughs> I've no chance. France, what about uh, Jean Claude Darshville? Nope. 
Daddo, Daddo Pershaw? No. That's a great shout. Keep going. Is it Mr. Dembele? It is not. Hastily move out of France. Okay, I'll give you some more thinking time. Yeah. We'll get the rest yeah. of the what answers. What about next. Spain? Could it be Salenko? No, Spain's tough as well, I must say. Yeah, it's tough. Germany, right. Andy Tom? <laughs> nope. Get the rest of the answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard See here's the great thing about the crazy pony on the teaser You should know that he never, he never really makes mistakes yeah. And so if they do then it's probably something that I've read out incorrectly or, or whatever mm. I mean don't get me wrong Some of the questions we get in it's nothing to do with me And I just blame everyone else yeah. uh, But the pony's quite right The reason it's not Hesselink I I have missed out a crucial word. Okay. This is, they they can't be from that country. That doesn't oh, really it doesn't uh, really impact. Right the, right it doesn't so impact any of the other ones that you've got. I may as well rub out all my answers. So it, it, impact. It, it can't be a Frenchman in no, France. No, 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 no. So right. there we go. So is it Shota Arvaladze? Yes. So you've got Robbie right. Keane for England, Van Hooydonk for Portugal, Arvaladze uh, for the Eredivisie. So we're looking for the former Scottish top flight player, who's the top foreign goal scorer in each of the top seven leagues well, in Europe. Could Spain be Henrik Larsson? No Believe it or not uh, Okay, okay. Spain's is I would never have got it So it's a non-Spanish player mm-hmm. Who's played in Scotland And scored goals in Spain Yeah Right that's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's cleared us up for the, this fr- the French one is Mark Wilson's Pal Daniel Cousin Yes Who comes from Daz Please Gabon That's it You've never been there On your holidays no. Never Okay, uh, let's bring in Alan and Ridry. Alan, what's your point tonight? Hey, I'm just listening to you talk about the bar situation. Uh, sorry, the wheels Scotland during the Europa League. If they can bring it in during the Europa League, they can obviously bring it in for the start of the season. So I totally agree with what Roger said. Scottish will end up a backwater if we can't have that. I'm not really a fan of that, but the way forward is that. Uh, so it'll be, a, it'll be a backwater if we can't have VAR So we should bring VAR in as soon as possible And possible as December And can I just say to you Three Scottish Cup semi-finals that are coming up next weekend mm-hmm. Do they have VAR? I think they do mm-hmm. Yeah, and Scottish Cup final And the Europa League games here And those games at Hamden and the Euros last yeah. summer They magically managed to work VAR They magically brought it into the country mm. For those occasions But we can't bring it in for eight months Is this that, time Is that the same as doing it across every League game throughout a season though Six games Six games each weekend They were were doing it But still every Well I'm sure if you can do it Two games next weekend Then in four months time You'd manage Maybe five games in a Saturday Hardly ever six games Every every weekend Every Saturday Anyway Uh, Alan You are on Roger's team of Well done Alan Moving the goalposts Which is fine If you are If you are left with the choice Of waiting until the end uh, To the start of the season after next Or bringing it in After the World Cup Which one of those Are you choosing The, the beginning of next season Because You can't change rules Halfway through a season Given mm. the right date With the, the, the substitute situation But well, we did We did do that Halfway through the season uh, I'm sure They were going to Correct it again And put it back And say Well we can't do that No no we, we, we changed the substitute rule Halfway through this season I, 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 I don't agree with that anyway I don't think you should be changing rules Halfway through a competition That's nonsense Yeah I think that, that As a as a sort of broad brush Roger is Because mm-hmm. I know that That change did go through But I think Some of the clubs Didn't like it I know Alan Burroughs Went on record mm-hmm. As Motherwell Chief Exec Saying 
He didn't think that Some of your games Should be played with three subs And, yeah. and some with five I, I actually agree with that um, Wise man Alan Burrows You're actually starting to win me round now I think we could get this in Before the start I think we could You and I could do it No I'll just follow you Because I think I think you're making Some great points yeah. mm. And now you've got Alan on your side So And me So we're in Yeah I mean I think There is a timeline That you sort of have to follow From, from FIFA You know You don't just get to decide you know we're ready they come every few months to assess where you're at and where you're going to be and then they come back and make sure that that's all in line with them is it worth bearing that in mind or are we still just sort of making up our own well, criteria well yeah because yeah, FIFA I, I know FIFA are going mm. to be quiet that six weeks before it's introduced in Scotland they don't have much else going on so that maybe is an optimum time for us to introduce it yeah, with the help of FIFA yeah but it's going to be a lot it's a longer process isn't it like I said say FIFA give you a, whatever it is I, I can't remember off the top of my head a an 18 month time frame at certain junctions you have to hit you have to have X amount of hours trained by that point you have to then have double that trained by the next couple of months how, how do you get around that? Well clearly the SPFL can't mm. get around it so they're going to bring it in halfway through the season all I'm saying is I don't think it's fair I don't think there's a sporting fairness to it and I think it will lead to rows next season yeah, I mean, I think FIFA visited in February. They were coming back twice in March. Gordon, so you know, there are whether Roger agrees with them or not, and he's made it mm. quite sarcastically clear that he doesn't. Um, well, no, we've, there got, are, we've got to go down the, the certain. There are boxes you need to tick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've got to go down that road. Well, listen, I I, 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 I perfectly agree with all of that. Mm. If we're saying that, then we can tick the boxes quicker. Is that no, what you're trying I, to say? I, I think we should be able to tick the boxes quicker. If people are telling me no, you can't. I don't think mm. it's fair to bring it in mid-season. I think, and I'm a huge fan of VAR, the quicker you get this in, the better for me. quicker you get it in, the better. But I don't think it's fair to bring it in in December. Mm. I think so not the you quicker st- you get it in, the better then. I think, in fairness, in fa- you need, when you start a competition, I think the clubs need to know... What they're getting then for that full campaign. What, what they're getting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Alan, I think the, the previous caller said, you know, just... It's better to at least get some of the decisions right next season. Um, if you can't do it all, you might as well get some of them. I take it that's not a view you share. No, totally not. You, can't, uh, you just can't change a competition halfway through. It's not fair. Where are the Celtic Rangers, as they were saying earlier on, because we're the two biggest clubs? Oh, Livingston and St Johnson at the weekend. It, it, it doesn't matter. You've got to, it's got to be fair for everybody. And the guy earlier on was saying about. Oh, Somebody might play somebody three times, twice at home and once away, but that's not fair. Because if it's a smaller club, they're not getting the advantage of that. I'm sorry, they should cut it after the beginning of the following season. If they can't implement, implement it from the beginning of this season, they need to leave it till the end, the beginning of the following season. Roger, why is it okay to bring it in at certain stages of other competitions and not our league then? Because, it, well... Again, and it's a bit of the point Alan was making there about the post-split where you sometimes mm-hmm. have three teams away and one at home. There is an imbalance there, I'll agree with you. The Scottish Cup, they bring in the VAR at the semi-finals and yep. finals. So it's not the full competition. It's not the full competition. The difference being, clubs know at the start of the yeah. competition that that's that the, what's going to Is it the Conference League they do that as well? Europa yeah. Conference League? Yeah. And have done it in the past. Well, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks, two weeks tonight. Will we have the vote yet or will we still be going through... Spam folder? No, never mind. Let's not let's not open that kind of Dundee spam folder. Uh, let's not bother. Two weeks tonight. We should know. Thank you very much to Alan and Ridry. Right, you've got a couple more. It is a tough question, so we're looking for the top foreign goal scorer from the Bundesliga who's played in Scotland. He's only got 
eight goals in the Bundesliga. And he's not German. He's not German, no. Oh, Puki. Where does he produce that from? That is no outstanding way. team. Who, who did he score the goals for now? The German side, they were brilliant. Um, the Italian one is an, just an incredible answer. I just think we could be here all night. It wasn't one of the big teams. I think it was one of the Highland teams he played for. What? Uh, Nikolai. Marius no, Nikolai, no? Or maybe, or maybe that's who I'm getting them mixed up with. That's the problem. All right, let me Google this guy quickly, I'm sure. Gordon, do you not know that one, no? No, I'm struggling with that one, especially when you put me up to yeah. the Highland League. Yeah. No, you're right, it's Hearts. Oh, I, was getting, I don't know why I get these two mixed up. He's from Chile. Oh, uh, Pinello. Yes, well done, Gordon. You, do, you remember him, no? No, I don't, Gordon. Oh, I've, right, I've okay. got to funny that. Front, no. Sp- Spanish was not Canadia, is it? Hmm? Spanish one, Canadia? No. He. Who did he play with? Celtic. Famously played that night against Barcelona. Miku. Miku. <sighs> wow. Tough question. That was tough. tough, really tough. That's a good one, crazy pony's done well. Uh, Full time at Clyde1.com if you want to send your questions in. In the future, we would be delighted to have them. Right, we're back tomorrow. Wonder if Marvin Bartley will have calmed down after Livy's sense of injustice at the weekend. Who's you on with, Kevin Clancy? Uh, Simon Donnelly. Oh, tomorrow. Simon Donnelly, I'll calm down for Simon. Yeah. I mean, Marvin's <laughs> usually quite heated in here as it is, so I'm, is I might need to get my shin pads on tomorrow. He's here, and we're building up to Rangers' game against Braga. Would you believe it's almost been. Forgotten in the aftermath of Sunday But we'll definitely do that tomorrow Give it the big build up And Callum Gallagher is up next So he'll look after you We're back at 6 tomorrow With Marvin Bartley And Simon Donnelly So thank you to Roger Hanna Thank you to Gordon Biel And as always Thank you to you For your calls Your tweets And for those who just listen quietly We'll see you at 6 tomorrow <laughs>